0: Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora. This is a podcast project of Inspired Media. Telling stories about communities you love by people you trust. I love inspired.com is where you can check out our work. I'm Benji Nichols, your host. Special guest today, I am very excited to have with me Stephanie Henning of Modish. Welcome.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me, Benji.
0: Hey, it is so fun to have you here. Uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. And uh, this is something we've talked about for a minute. Uh, I have loved uh, following your journey over the years. Uh, Full disclosure, I suppose, at the top of the show that uh, my wife and your husband are related in some way. First cousins. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, we know each other a little better than some might, um, but it's very fun uh, to have followed your adventures in Decorah. Uh, you and your husband and your family have been here for a long time and had all sorts of great adventures, uh, and following um, to your most recent adventure of uh, Modish, a uh, women's retail store in downtown Decora is fabulous. Uh, if folks have not somehow seen it or been to it, it is right on the corner of Water Street and...
1: court street court thank you yeah yeah it's
0: court very close uh kitty corner from blue heron knittery uh it's a great spot it is a beautiful beautiful store a lot of people might have known it in its previous life as Vambiria,
1: right yes uh
0: which is another fun it was always a you know landmark for those who may not be familiar but you cannot miss your store because it it is uh absolutely gorgeous Uh, yes that not only is the building gorgeous uh your window displays are always amazing uh, and very fun and uh, just beautiful uh, fashion forward, I
1: would say. We try, right? Fashion forward with Midwest flavor, nice. <laughs> like practical. I love it. I love
0: it. But as always on our show, let's rewind a little bit, Stephanie. Um, you grew up in northeast Iowa,
1: right? I grew up in the metropolis of Ridgeway, Iowa, yes. population almost three hundred.
0: Almost three hundred. <laughs> Uh, A destination for many of us for multiple reasons, (laughs) whether you might ride snowmobiles or bicycles or other things. Uh, That's awesome. Um, So growing up in Northeast Iowa, you went to school. Where'd you go to school?
1: In Cresco, actually.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, experiences as a young person, I am always interested. uh, Influences, background, first jobs.
1: Oh, my gosh. So it wasn't really a job, but my mom worked (laughs) in retail and... Her bosses, Delmer and Evelyn Schmidt, owned a shoe store called The Bootery that yes. was downtown Decora where Games XP is located currently. Um, they were lovely people and allowed my mom to sometimes have us there <laughs> like af- between when my dad got off work and she got off work or whatever yes. or in the summertime like after the swimming pool kind of thing. And I'm sure that it was like just to keep me busy, but (laughs) Delmer asked me if I wanted to sort shoes onto the shoe rack.
0: Oh my goodness. And I was
1: probably like eight years old, 10 years old. Yeah. And he paid me $5 for probably like an hour's worth of work, which I mean, I'm kind of like I'm almost 50, so (laughs) let's just say that was a lot of money and I loved it. I thought it was super fun and I think I got... By the retail bug, Ben.
0: <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I. It's fun to hear. Those are the, those are the perfect stories. I love to hear. It's yeah. funny because you mentioned Ridgeway. We had friends growing up, the Hovers on oh, North yeah. on North Street, and their grandma had yes. a cafe in Ridgeway forever. Yes. And I remember once in a while, we were young. They every single one of the Hover sisters babysat my brother and I, which is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. DMI. But uh, <laughs> at times they would throw us in the car with them and take us over. And I remember getting to like go to the cafe or get behind yes. the counter, look at things, and I. I've often thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, influential early experiences, right? <laughs> Shoes. So that Shoes. was maybe the gateway, huh? It
1: was. And then my mom has done a lot of different things through the years, but always some sort of service industry. Yeah. Um, she actually bought a long-term children's boutique in Decora in 1987 or 88 yeah, called The Bandbox. The
0: Bandbox, And so yes. I was in middle
1: school, and that was my first official oh, wow. like, paying job was helping my mom in her store. Um, because I love that. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it, too. She took me to market at an early time in my life. Like, oh, yeah. Really opened those doors. That's incredible. To me.
0: I'm trying to, I sometimes get things a little wrong in my head. Was it actually in the hotel building or was it it next to it? It was. It was. Kind of where Agora is now, right?
1: Um, Actually where Agora was previous to their new location. Yes. Yes.
0: On the east end, east side of the hotel. And then
1: after my mom moved out of there, there was a barbershop in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's good history. And I didn't realize that either, but that totally makes sense. I mean, you would have been in the age where you were there and probably helping out your mom and hanging out and doing all those things. Loved it. So retail, uh, you know, and clothing obviously goes mm-hmm. goes a ways back for you.
1: Yeah. That's really And rude. then I got to be too smart, you know, to work for my mom. <laughs> and she very proudly marched me down the street to Margaret's and said, Muggs, do you want her? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and Muggs said, that. sure. <laughs> if, and honestly, she's been one of my greatest mentors ever, Margaret yes. Walter.
0: If, if people do not know Margaret Walter, of course, um, uh, Margaret's in downtown yep. Decorah was, um, I, you know, is. Uh, but made multiple generations there yes. or uh, multiple decades there that Margaret was there and Muggs. And uh, that's awesome. I yeah. love I love that story. Yeah. When did you start working for Margaret?
1: Um, I think it was the end of my junior year of high okay. school. Yeah, so and then I worked for yeah. her my senior year as well. Wow. Um, I went to Kirkwood. Yes. And I was a college dropout <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm studying fashion. I don't know if I want to work crappy hours the rest of my life. Yeah. And then I moved home and went back to work in fashion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally. No, no. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, and along the way here at some point, uh, your husband, Mark. Yes. You met. Yes. Uh, when did that happen?
1: Um, Like all classic stories. Yes. No, this is actually kind of not classic. <laughs> he had moved back to the area because he's also from Northeast Iowa. Yes. And he and his two cousins slash roommates <laughs> enjoyed going out because we ran our 20s on Friday nights and they would go out for breakfast on Saturday mornings. And my mom was helping her friend Barb at Barb's Country Inn as a server. Oh my goodness. And my mom kept telling me, there's these three Hennings that come in. Oh man. And there's this one that works at Gemini and you need to meet him. And I was like, whatever, (laughs) mom. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's flashing a photo. Like, here's my single mother daughter. Anyone? Anyone? (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) Anyway, a year later, I accidentally met him in the bar.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, well, and it's a very, I, I will, that's, this show's not about me. It's about you, but I, I knew my wife's family. I knew her sister growing up were oh, sure. a couple years apart. I did not know my wife growing up. I didn't yeah. know her family. So I yeah. didn't know any of the crew we're talking about yeah. until I moved back. Uh, there's just the, you know, the crazy irony of all of it, how it all works it in, 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 uh, <laughs> rural, rural life, but I love it. Um, and also shout out to Barb's. That is a, that is a great decor reference too, man. Yeah. I mean, that was a classic breakfast spot, Yeah, man. It was oh, great. Good stuff. Uh, okay, so you got to that point. You're back in Decora. Were you working at Margaret's again or somewhere else? I what were you up to? I
1: was working at Margaret's. I became a single mom, and so I yeah. actually went to work for one of the chain stores in town uh-huh. that yes. also sells mm-hmm. women's clothing mm-hmm. because I needed health insurance and oh, 401K. <laughs> hey,
0: we haven't even got to the business portion of this program. <laughs> no, totally. Yes.
1: Um, but. I feel really lucky because I also worked for uh, Maryland's Hallmark in Decora part-time. Oh, yeah. yep. And so because I've worked with small businesses, I worked for a department store when I was in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. I, um, you know, Hallmark had seven locations back then.
0: Wow. Right. And
1: uh, then I worked at this store. Like, you just see how different sizes yeah. of businesses operate and, like, it's kind of take some of those best practices when you're an entrepreneur and infuse them into your own Definitely. Business. Definitely. So. And
0: there's no better way to learn right than by yeah. seeing um, someone else and like how they do things. Yeah. Right. And particularly like if you have a, a store of scale like that size, you get to yes. see kind of systems in place or practices, yeah. probably the best and the worst of yeah. all of that. Right. Uh, which is super valuable in, in any business. Uh, I love that. Um, that story is amazing. So I'm going to mix this up a little yeah. bit because I usually we kind of I jump into more business stuff in the second half. But it, this totally makes sense at the moment as you're doing that and seeing those things. Um you have small humans in the picture.
1: Yes. <laughs> changes life
0: for everybody and everything. But as you're doing this along, are you thinking in the back of your head, man, someday I am going to do this thing?
1: Always. I've so that always was. I always wanted to have my own boutique. That's um, awesome. I actually wanted to have a young men's boutique. Though. Oh. So, uh anyway. I stayed home and I was a registered child care provider for 12 years. Yes. It gave me an amazing opportunity to mm-hmm. be home with my children while they were growing up. Yes. And
0: Which you have how many boys? I have
1: three three adult boys. <laughs> Two are gainfully employed. The youngest is a finishing up his junior year of college. Yes. <laughs> um, and all of the littles that I sent off to kindergarten when I went back to retail are just graduating oh this year. Oh my gosh. That's a
0: trip, right? Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I mean, I know, I just know from from knowing you, the effect that you had on so many young people's lives. It's a super cool thing.
1: No. That's just a very to be able to be part of families. Is absolutely. Amazing.
0: Yeah, that's an yeah. an incredible part of things. Uh, I love that, and of course, so that was a huge part of your life, right? Yeah. I mean, that is, but. That dream in the back of your head was always there.
1: Yes. And I
0: I love it because, you know, some people don't, you don't, you don't do that. You follow some other job. You follow, you follow a career track, you follow corporate something until you're sick of it. And then you're like, fine, I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And for other people, it's like, there's a vision. There's a thing you're going to do. You just got to get to that place. Right.
1: So true story. Uh, I was actually doing childcare for Margaret Walter's grandsons. Oh my goodness. And she was like, you know, you could come back to work. And uh, so I did end up as soon as her youngest was kind of at that age. I did end up going back to work with her Wow! with the intention of buying her out when she was ready to retire. Sure. And I was like, well, I feel like that business, you know. You My already, heart has yeah. a big part of it, you right? You had some
0: ties there already. Yeah, right? and yeah. so
1: I was working with her, and I, there were a couple of other women's boutiques that kind of opened up in that time frame a few years after I was back there, mm-hmm. and one closed very abruptly, yep. and all of the merchandise and fixtures were just sitting in the space. Wow. And I thought, somebody is going to seize that opportunity. Why not me?
0: Love that. <laughs>
1: So it was just a nice opening and I will be so honest. She was my number one supporter and fan through all of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, in fact, we're going on a trip together this weekend. We're still right. you incredibly just close. So. I love that. Yeah. Well, and something
0: I've talked about, so I'm kind of, what I'm trying to do is a small series of shows here uh, involving mostly retail, honestly, yeah. in, in, in downtown decor. We may reach out a little further than that um, because, you know, especially in a rural area, retail, mm-hmm. uh, downtown Main Street, all those things are really big subjects. And there are towns all over Iowa, all over the Midwest, who are trying to figure out how to hang on to that or to recreate it, we have it.
1: Oh, we're so Um, lucky that everybody wants to work together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's an incredible thing, but it's not by chance, right? I mean, it is by like you, you saying like you were working for someone that had an established women's clothing store and you said, here's an opportunity. And they said, go for it. I mean, that's, um, that's not something that exists everywhere. I don't think. No, (laughs) (laughs) So those are the relationships, right? That do build a downtown or build a community. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's a huge, huge thing. I love that.
1: Love, love that.
0: What year was that that you made the jump?
1: In 2012. Yeah. So Love 10 and a half years ago. Yeah.
0: Just over a decade yeah. ago. That's incredible. <laughs> and can, huge congrats, right? I mean, it's that amazing. Makes... You, you look back on okay. and you're like, we're here. We're doing it. <laughs> it's still, still happening. <laughs> we should say real quick, um, because it's a fun part of the story, Modish, uh-huh. downtown Decorah. Modish means fashionable, essentially. Yes. Right. Yep. Uh, how'd you land on that? Where'd it come from?
1: You know, I thought I just wanted maybe a one or two word name, and uh-huh. I can't tell you how many things that I would ponder and not like. Oh yeah, it's like band names, like. right? Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you kind of think like, oh, I really like this, and then you go to the Iowa State tax thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's already taken. <laughs> like, yeah, we've been I thought been there. it was brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> so did someone else. <laughs> it's hard. But the... Weirdly, there are a few other stores with similar names. Oh sure, so, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know but they're no. in other states.
0: We we've learned a lot about that. That's, yes. a, that's oh, a whole other yes. series of mm-hmm. series of shows. <laughs> Probably not ever someday. Um, but one other thing I'll touch on before we uh, get into the second half of the show, and that is music, uh, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of a non-segue, but it is a segue. Uh, you and I both have a huge love of live music. Yes. Where did that come from for you?
1: Um. I'm not really sure because I am one of the most untalented, like unmusical people you'd ever meet. I cannot sing. I can't really keep a beat. But I know
0: for a fact that Um, you have been a huge supporter of live music, musicians, bands, and not just in that way of like buying tickets, but of like, I mean, you have talked up artists to me that I'm like, okay, I'm going, I'm going, (laughs) like, I'm on, like, let's Um, go.
1: I think it fuels a part of me that breeds my creativity yeah um there's a freedom that comes with it there's something so personal with music yeah like the way that maybe a chord progression hits you or the way the lyrics just really mean something so deeply to you in that moment yeah or it can transport you in time i just love that yeah it's something that inspires me very frequently
0: first live show
1: oh gosh you remember um or
0: earliest memory
1: I would here's here's one. I my mom told me I couldn't go. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Beginning of any good story.
1: (laughs) We just doubled the uh, the length of the podcast. Let's go. (laughs) Warrant cherry pie and poison flesh and blood tour. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Because it was the eighties.
0: Where was it?
1: LaCrosse Center. Oh,
0: that's glorious. (laughs) So
1: so I went anyway. I just begged forgiveness afterwards.
0: (laughs) Wow. I bet it was a good show. (laughs) It was I bet it was so loud.
1: It was very loud, and I weaseled my way to front row and got pushed up against the, like, metal gate and had bruises along my ribs that I couldn't complain about.
0: Those (laughs) were the days. Wow. That is incredible. <laughs> I love it. I, I had to ask that question because, man, we could talk music for yeah, you know, which hours. Which is not really the genre not, of music
1: I listen to I, anymore, but it I, still brings back I some great know. memories. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Stephanie Henning, Modish, downtown Decora is my guest uh, today on Rhymes with Decora. We're coming back in just a second. We're going to talk more about uh, running a business on a rural main street, all sorts of good things, fashion, on and on. So stick around. We'll be right back. Rhymes with decora.
1: This is Aaron Henning-Nichols, founder and editor-in-chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com, creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired.
0: And the voice of Aaron Henning-Nichols, my partner in life and business, find it online, iloveinspired.com. <laughs> Everything we do, uh, our quarterly magazine on stands around the region. Check it all out, and uh, thanks for uh, being part of our experiment in positive Positive news. Positive news, jeepers, creepers. This is Rhymes with Decora, our podcast project, and with me today is uh, someone who lights up Water Street whenever you see her, uh, Stephanie Henning, the owner, founder of Modish in downtown Decora. Stephanie, how do you describe your store?
1: We are... Well, our tagline is fashion for real life. Mm -hmm. We say we have real-life bodies and real-life budgets. Love that. And we assume that you do, too. Nice.
0: (laughs) That's a great description. And, boy... You know, something Erin and I talk a lot about our region is that, um, you know, we are rural America. Yes. And sometimes living in Decorah, it's a little oasis. We feel like we're just big enough to feel like we're not in the middle of nowhere, yeah. but we can definitely see it from here if we're not.
1: <laughs> and as
0: we all know who live here, I mean, we are an hour from anything that counts as a, as a city, like city, yes. city, where you've got all the, the city kind of stuff, or at least some of it, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's really interesting, especially in retail. I think it means something a little bit different depending on where you're at. And of course, in a city, a boutique, boutique, you know, big shopping, small boutiques yes. uh, are, are beautiful thing and something that are, you know, it's like not even possible to do in a small town to really super focus in. Right. Yeah. Um, but what you have done is create really a an amazing environment, a beautiful shopping environment on a rural main street, which I think is a really cool thing to do because um, it feels when you walk into your store, I don't get to shop at your store a lot. Uh, <laughs> however, I have over time. We'll talk about that in a minute, maybe. But uh, I often do get to come in with our daughter, Roxy, who's now yes. 10, going on 11, and and loves She's coming amazing. into your store. Uh, but it's really fun. You walk in, and you feel like you are transported to another place.
1: I and hear I, that a lot. I
0: think that's a really cool experience yeah. uh, in shopping because it's, it's just part of the experience, right? Yeah. Um, that didn't happen by chance. No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, I'm trying to remember, did you start in the building you're in?
1: I did not. I, in fact, started almost right across the street from where you're at right now, where the heirloom is currently located. That's right. In fact, if you go in there, you will, and then come into my store, you will notice we have the same wallpaper.
0: (laughs) How could I forget? That, and that wallpaper is epic, I remember. Yes.
1: So I actually had fabulous landlords. Steve and Judy Kurth owned that building when I rented from them, and they were marvelous. I was in that space for three years, and then we moved to our current location. So yes. I was in there just over two years when the former Van Beria building went up for yeah, sale. Yeah, right. And I remember, call like, calling the bank and saying, like, hey, <laughs> I think this might be a pipe dream. And they were like, we will help you. <laughs> what year was that? It uh, 2012. No, no, 2015. Yeah. So we then took over the building yeah. that yeah. summer and spent four very long, fast, oh difficult gosh. months renovating. Right. <laughs> I
0: remember seeing you guys frequently during that time or running into you and yeah. uh just the taking over any mm, building or business project is a huge task. Yeah. Taking over what is an old building even if it's been well maintained. Oh my
1: gosh, I have to say. Is I have a to monster, do huge right? plugs because before us there were only 3 businesses in that building since 1897. Wow. To the time that we took it over and everyone had always made decisions that were the right thing for the building. Oh my goodness. Which is really unusual.
0: Yeah, no kidding. we
1: were very, very lucky. (laughs) That's incredible.
0: Um, Yeah, because old buildings and on main streets, I mean, I have a friend who works for uh, the state of Iowa and that's kind of his specialty. And it's like, you know, the stories never end. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I'm hearing a lot across the state right now is that, you know, downtowns are, they're not even to the point of like getting businesses in buildings. They're just trying to figure out how to save the buildings from falling down, Yeah. right? So that someone could do something with it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so it's huge if you've had that lineage. But even so, (laughs) you're talking about a hundred plus 25-year-old building, 50, whatever. Uh, The challenges are real. Yeah. Not only that, turning it into a super beautiful space, right? And you guys just worked your tails off. We
1: did. And Uh, we both are big architecture buffs. Yeah. And so we really wanted to... Your husband, Mark. Yes, Yes, my husband, Mark. and, And who, like, now we have this old building and he not only works... You know, 60 hour <laughs> weeks at his real job, but is the full time maintenance person in our building yes. as well.
0: <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Right?
1: Um, Yeah. And what it takes. (laughs) Yes.
0: No, but it's huge. You guys did an incredible job on it. And um, just the touches that went both exterior and interior, uh, as well as, of course, there's more space than just your retail store, right? So there's a whole other floor that's utilized as office space and other things. Like, that's a whole other world, right? Um, But those challenges are always, you know, our friend Lisa Lance and Scott Basford just took over another big building. I think Lisa's going to be on the show. Uh, The get up in downtown Decor. But again, like a rambling old buildings yes. uh with just you know the adventures you find yes. are uh, are always <laughs> always real. Point being you guys have done an amazing job Thank with the you. physical space not to mention the actual business. Uh a little more about the business. So obviously women's fashion. Yep. Women's clothing. Uh sizes, young to old yep. size tiny to tiny to big uh, like you name little it. Little
1: girls sizes 7 to 14 and then we start with like a size 0 extra small and carry yes. through 3x. Love that. Um, We really, everyone that works for me is different heights, different size, different shapes. And we really try and highlight everybody in our social media because we all have real life bodies. Yeah. Um, Just, and I love it because- people will message and say like, what size is Annette wearing? Like, because I know that I'm this close or right? like, we just love that. Everybody, I guess that's part of the gift of absolutely having a brick and mortar and having a little bit of an omnipresent yes. um, experience.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about that a second. You guys are an amazing brick and mortar store. You are also an amazing, you have an amazing online presence. Thank um, you. Your social media is great. Uh, I have a little bit of love hate with social media, but (laughs) um, I think we all do Uh, your Instagram feed specifically because I still follow it quite a bit is is fantastic. And you all have done an amazing job of being very creative with the content that you have made. And by that, I mean, I think you've done it in a very authentic way. Yeah, which I think is how you you actually you know connect with people. Yeah, um, and for you, of course, it's a little different because if you connect with someone, they can come to your beautiful brick and mortar yeah. store, right? But you've learned a lot about that along the way, and online retail as well, right? I mean, you've yes. done a lot of work yeah. behind the scenes to learn <laughs> what it is you've wanted to do, right? Yes. Can you yeah. tell, like, any suggestions there or like the ways well, you've done that?
1: We were really lucky. I think I embraced social media um, from day one of business. And I think that that really helped us um, get people through our doors because people see things and then they call and ask where they'd come in and they want to try it on in this day and age. People don't believe this, but it's still between 80 and 85% of all business is still done in brick and mortar stores. Sure. Um, Only 15 to 20% is done online.
0: One, and I can say as a, I'm uh, I'm I'm somewhere just south of Clydesdale for guys, <laughs> but like uh, ordering clothes online is yeah. just like, I'm not going to do, I can't do it. Yeah. It doesn't work for you me. You just don't
1: know how yeah. it fits. I mean, I
0: know people, it does yeah. for people and yeah. that's great, but like, I yeah. can't do it. Like I have to try something on. Well,
1: and I guess that's part of the beauty of being a small business too, is that when people, I had an email this morning that said, hey, I just saw these dresses on your website. Uh Can you tell my daughter's having a hard time finding things? Can you tell me if they run true to size or small or how they run? Yeah. And so I don't think that you get that sort of feedback if you are a big box store.
0: Totally. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, customer service, again, like a whole other topic, right? Uh, something I will give you a lot of credit for as well. Um, there are other folks I think in downtown Decorah and other places, especially, but that I I recognize have done a lot of work on customer service with their yeah. employees. Uh, obviously that makes a big difference. Uh, I've worked in the service industry on and off for longer than I care to admit um, as part of my world. But it's huge. The experience you give somebody is, is you know, an enormous part of having someone walk into your place, whether yeah. that is a restaurant or a store yes. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Uh, but you've done an exceptional job with that. And I will also say it seems to me you've done an exceptional job of taking people on and mentoring them or working with them and maybe get people at a young age, right? Like you haven't been afraid to take on a student and say, here, here, you can learn about XYZ yeah. as you go, right? Yeah. Um,
1: I've been really blessed with some employees that way. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is is super cool. Um, okay, another fun one. We often throw at folks. Uh, was there a moment as you're getting to your business and building the business that you've had in your mind for a long mm-hmm. time where you're just like, forget it. Wait, I can't do it. This is ridiculous. Like, this is not going to work. I, I've hit a wall. We can't go on. Or wasn't there?
1: I, I think everybody has moments in their career that feel like that and not just career, I think life in general. Um <laughs> yes. but I think part of being the grown-up, right, is right. knowing the things that fuel you mm-hmm. and knowing the things that fuel the people that work around you and trying nice. your best to make sure that everybody gets to do the things they really enjoy. Yeah. Um You know, we all have to eat the frog a lot, but yeah,
0: uh, Yeah, man, I use that on a (laughs) weekly basis.
1: (laughs) But I think outside of work too, just carving out time for those things that bring you joy and fuel the creativity and can help rekindle those passions is big.
0: Definitely. And I also know, uh, obviously as part of your business, but you have taken advantage of some of those opportunities where if you have the chance to go to market, yeah. to go to, you know, fashion yeah. shows, to, to do the work there, like you take those opportunities yeah. because you get to bring that back oh, to 100%. our little town an hour from anywhere. Right. Yeah.
1: And I have been really fortunate, um, to have been able to take my team with me mm-hmm. on most of those occasions as well. And, They get excited about what we're seeing too. And I think we all have very different um, aesthetics. And so I think it brings more diversity to our selection when we get to have everybody's thumbprint on it. It really is a much better cross section.
0: Sure. That totally makes sense. uh,
1: Yeah. Product mix. Yeah, yeah,
0: love that. That's a yeah. No, that's a great and it's a great point. And, and of course, also, I was in a meeting the other day, and they were just one of the points being made was that like it's really easy to be here. Sometimes it's even really easy to be here and feel like oh, we're doing a great job. Yeah. But it's also super important to get an outside view. Yeah. Uh, no matter where that is, yep. really, yeah. just get an outside view and bring it back, or yes. bring back a fresh idea, or see how someone else is doing something, and it's just kind of amazing what happens. Right.
1: Yeah. I um, also it's a little bit funny because people are always like, oh my god, you must love shopping. Thing. And <laughs> I I'm like, well, yes and no. I'm very self-contained and I'm really fortunate to be that way. But right. when I go shopping, it's more like, what do they have for their product mix? How is it right. merchandised? You're like at it in I'm a looking at a way. very different uh-huh. yes. <laughs>
0: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's a very real thing. And uh, one last fun, well, maybe one last, another fun question we sometimes ask, as you were getting things going, as you're working through your idea, was there, or on the backside, Mm -hmm. is there one thing you wish you had known now, uh, looking back, you know, is there something that would have just been like,
1: oh,
0: would oh, make made your life so much easier. The you know?
1: dumbest thing I did. Please, please <laughs> was opening my store without a point of sale system and only using oh. a cash register <laughs> and trying wow. to track all of my inventory by hand. It was so time oh consuming. Goodness. And the minute that we changed to a different point of sale system sure. that gave us real-time analytics, it was right. a complete game changer. And I was like, what a waste. Like, that was the worst way to try and save money. The worst way. The most expensive.
0: But I'll also say, and again, I think this has a little bit of living where we do in that... um, we did the same thing. I mean, when we started our company, we fully worked in spreadsheets. Nothing was automated. Yes. Everything yeah. we did was in spreadsheets, Word docs. I mean, we did all yes. of our invoicing in a Word doc. I don't know oh what we were gosh. thinking. <laughs> um, but we also, have, like, we've come through a time where, like, technology, the internet, and cloud computing especially. Yes. Uh, I mean, it is it is night and day from a oh, decade ago. Yeah. It didn't, it, it existed a decade ago, but I didn't know what it was, yeah. right? I mean, it just I wasn't did, but happening. I was
1: afraid to pay for it. Yeah,
0: ab- absolutely. <laughs> when so, you're I mean, a startup. Yeah, that is, I mean, I think it's sometimes it's easy to forget in this day and age where you can run it from your phone that, you know, yeah. that was not a reality really for yeah. most of us, even a decade ago. Um, so it's a really, that's an interesting, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting thing, right? Stephanie Henning, Modish uh, in downtown Decora, real fashion for real life. Uh, I should say Modish decora.com if you uh, want to find them online it's a beautiful website great Thank photos you. really um, beautiful stuff alicia
1: adrian here in town Very took nice. most of those for us we just did a rebrand with font and things like that in oh, fact beautiful. i completed it yesterday on my hey. day off as all entrepreneurs do. Ab- absolutely that's exactly <laughs> what you'd be doing
0: uh instagram at modish decora Yes. right other avenues instagram's facebook. best one facebook yep. all of them yep. At Modish yep. yeah it's fabulous and and love following following your stuff a couple of really fun quick questions on the way out because these are easy ones okay cats dogs or fish or none
1: none because you have three raise, boys. i raise all my children <laughs> and i really appreciate freedom
0: <laughs> Hey as someone who has several years to go on this run amen and has a three-year-old dog all right yes uh, last question uh, usually I ask what the perfect Saturday is in decora I'm not gonna ask you that because I kind of know your life a little bit Perfect Saturday or Sunday in Decora
1: mm. um depending on the time of the year like I'm gonna grab brunch mm-hmm. like we have run in to each other yes maybe at the landing market <laughs> yes um we in the summertime i love to grab our kayaks and head out to oh, the yeah. water um we really enjoy walking the trails around town our 11 mile loop yeah um just anything outside absolutely I, Love sitting on my patio (laughs) and just listening to the birds. So even in the winter, actually, I enjoy the fire pit in our patio. Oh so. yeah.
0: That's fantastic. Yep. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. <laughs> Stephanie, thanks for taking time out of your day to be here. Uh, and I know that, uh, what you've done on uh, water street, the uh, vision you've had, the business you put down is huge. Uh, it's amazing to have a business like yours on a main street who is providing your services at just a really high level. Uh, and Thank it's really you. cool to have that there. So thanks for, uh, thanks for making it happen.
1: Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Check it out. Uh, uh, downtown decor on water street or modishdecora.com at modish decora instagram etc stephanie thanks for being here we will see you on water street or beyond and uh talk to you soon thanks sounds great you've been listening to rhymes with decora podcast project of inspired media find us online at iloveinspired.com If you've enjoyed the music on today's show, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Nick is a drummer. He's a Decoran. Find him online at indicativeofdrumming.com or Instagram, Patreon, etc. He's a great guy. Check him out. Thanks for tuning in, folks. See you next time on Rhymes of Decoran.
1: Rhymes with Decorah is a project of Inspired Media. Find
0: us online at iloveinspired.com.